10 to 1, episode 164. Top 10 all-time favorite films 2023. And if you'll notice, the music is on track today. No pun intended. Yay me! Welcome to 10 to 1, where the ratio of good movies we'll be talking about tonight. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be lower Why than 10 to 1. Why are you looking at me <laughs> Just like kidding. that? <laughs> I think both of our favorites will be pretty good. You don't have to like good quality movies. Just like you don't have to love yeah. the healthiest food. Sometimes we just want some junk food, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think the point of uh, watching 100 movies was to maybe fill in some gaps and not have, uh, like we'd never seen The Godfather. And And you had never seen Tremors. And I'd never seen Tremors as another example. (laughs) So it seemed like it would be better before we made a top 10 of all time list. Gotta fill in the pop culture chinks. See some movies we hadn't seen. I do have a hard time putting a film on my list, though, that I've only seen once, I think. So I don't know that that actually really changed very much watching movies last year. No. Which, by the way, we didn't reach 100 movies. We're close. We, I think we discussed this when I we think, did our films 2022. Yeah, I think your take was we were so close that we're just gonna say we did, we did do a hundred. Uh, are you sure you're not confusing yourself when we did our hundred book? One flesh, book, baby. Our hundred book flesh. goal. When you counted the New Testament as ten books, <laughs> very arbitrarily, <laughs> and then got angry when I suggested maybe you didn't meet your goal. Of I shortened books. it from twenty-seven down to ten. <laughs> well, that's. That was, that was pretty big of you. I can see this is going to be a, st- a sore point for many years to come. So glad you combined Third John and Jude <laughs> into a single book. Those are comparable to Moby Dick <laughs> in length. Stop fiddling with the chords. You're, it was fine. No, I'm fixing it. No, it was fine, and you're you're meddling with it, and it, I can't hear you well anymore. Well. The headphones stopped working, and then I started fiddling with it. Right. I get the order yeah, whatever you did, correct. just hold it like that. No, no, wait. We are sitting. It's a great radio here. We're sitting across the table from each other. Just take off your headphones and just listen to me. But I like hearing you inside my head. Well, just listen extra well, I guess. Cords are a bit tangled. Your face is. I blame a bit tangled. the children for knocking over the mattress, which knocked over the. The equipment. Okay, it's good. Don't touch it. And so... It's back to the way it was before. The children are no longer allowed in the study. For and that, We'll see how well that works. Until they have driver's licenses. Uh, right. So how did you, how'd you make your list? Completely arbitrarily. Okay. Um, but mostly these are the movies that I'm always good to watch. I've I've watched them over and over and over and not gotten tired of them. Uh, that being said, there were a few movies that we watched during 
during last year and, and even some this year that I thought for sure would be on this list and um, they didn't make the top 10. I still like watching them. Um, and, and so they're still like in, in the top 23, I could say. Um, <laughs> uh, but not enough to wear. They're, they're not pure gold. Like yeah. I thought they were. Yeah. I expect in five years when we do this again, my list will be pretty different. But, um, yeah, because I'm not, uh, I'm not embarrassed about my list. Not embarrassed at all, but I'll be surprised if this is still the the ten best slash favorite movies that I've seen in in five more years. Let's see. Of on my list, I have I'd say three actually great movies, mm. and the rest is you're not going to say that. Yeah, I mean you're probably going to poke fun at some of them. No, no, no. It is a subjective list. And, but these uh, are the movies that make me happy. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and give us your movie that makes you the 10th happiness. 10th happiest. All right. My number 10 is Cinderella, the live action in 2015 oh. with... Uh... <laughs> no, no, no. I won't make fun of it. I'm not going to make fun of it. I'm not going to make fun of it. I'm just gonna give just a disappointed. <laughs> heavy, deep, disappointed sigh. So, this is uh, such a well. It's the best Cinderella rendition there is, and um, I like the actress. I can't remember her name. Yeah, but she's in a bunch of things, and um, I- I'm gonna look eyebrows. Her up. She doesn't have eyebrows. Lily James. Lily James. She has caterpillars. Isn't a very sweet girl, I'm sure. Oh, let's see. Is it, it is Lily James. Those are not. She doesn't have thick eyebrows. She has normal eyebrows. Russian Russian eyebrows, I'd call them. At back to Cinderella, though. Since when are you a connoisseur of women's eyebrows? I. J- I don't know what the first movie I saw with Lily James, but the first movie I saw with her, I just said, whoa, I I thought the style was thin. (laughs) I guess it takes all kinds. Anyway. Thin eyebrows, has thin body size. Such a sweet personality. I love love all the acting. Uh, I love... I'm blanking on uh, Galadriel's name, but she's Kate in it as Blanchett. an evil. Kate Blanchett. She's a, she's a good actress. Uh, she makes a good evil stepmother. And I liked how they uh, included sentient mice without making it silly or stupid, And uh, in my opinion. And I just always feel happy when I watch this movie. My number 10, Cinderella 2015 live action. I, I don't really have anything to say about this one. I just don't remember it. I thought it was pretty forgettable. The Grimm's Cinderella, the original fairy tale, very good. Five five stars. Yes. The problem if with the dreaming. 2015 version is the stepsisters aren't cutting off their feet to try and jam them into the tiny slipper. Yeah. And uh, whatever other horrifying Grimm things that 
occur in that story. Are the stepsisters ugly or beautiful in the? In the oh, movie? they're ugly. Okay, because they're beautiful in the in the fairy tale. Because that's uh, fairy tale is. It's a good about having a good heart. Oh, you mean it's yeah. got a moral? Uh huh. You are not well, about having morals and stories and being uh, preachy. There's a difference between having morals and having a moral at the end, which is stated and preached. So, okay. anyway, uh, on to the good list. I mean, onto my list. <laughs> I think you'll agree this is a better is movie. That your number ten? That's the good list. It sounds like a movie. <laughs> Spirited Away, my favorite animated movie. Uh, got to see this in the theater with Lydia. I've seen this one yeah, two or three I mean, times it's, now. It's good. I've, I don't remember much about it. It's delightful. It's a little weird, but it is a little weird. I like I like a little weird. And lucky for me. And uh, it's uh, just a, a great cinematic package. It's a beautiful, <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautifully animated, uh, beautifully scored. The it is incredible music. The story of the of the young girl. This one's kind of fairy taleish too. Mm-hmm. Of uh, uh, her parents get turned into pigs <laughs> for their greediness, and she through her <laughs> through her courage spoken so baldly like that. <laughs> uh, she uh she saves them so it's a it's a beautiful movie and uh it's on my list number 10 spirited away (laughs) all right my number nine is a movie i grew up watching probably most people haven't heard of it it's called that darn cat with dean jones Mm -hmm. and uh dean jones he's just he's a fun fun actor (laughs) um i liked his movies growing up and this is i think his best uh i forget what's the name of the actress um but she was in the old parent trap yeah um, Haley mills Haley mills yeah so she's the uh there's just some great actors great characters in this movie about uh a woman is kidnapped and uh she manages to uh, this cat comes into the how uh, the room where she's being held prisoner and she manages to scratch h e l possibly the beginnings of a p Whoa, shoo. yeah <laughs> no double hockey sticks oh, okay um before she gets interrupted so she is that uh, darn cat after yeah, all ex- true and anyway so on the back of the cat's uh well, it would have been the collar, but she puts her wristwatch on there instead. And so the owner finds it, and she's got a great imagination. And so she starts thinking, maybe this is uh, a cry for help from the the kidnapped woman. It's, it's a completely ridiculous story. But sure. uh, shenanigans occur, and comedy. it's just, it's fun. Almost. Yeah. There's, there's some great moments that, like, I just laugh out loud. Every time I watch this movie. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah. We need to get this. It's, I wouldn't mind like the, having Cinderella. the girls watch this. We would agree whatever. on that. What? What do you mean whatever? You ranked it higher than Cinderella. We both agree it's better than Cinderella. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm not saying it's better. I'm saying I like it more. <laughs> I agree with both of those statements. <laughs> 
<laughs> we should get this movie. Okay. Let's see if at least Might only be available on VHS. Well, I hope not. I want it. <laughs> My number nine, that darn cat. That darn cat. Yeah, I guess what I was trying to say at the beginning was, or what I didn't say at the beginning, but I meant to, I don't often think that movies are, if you I'm rating films? movies. Yeah. Oh, films. <laughs> Five stars. Uh, again, we're not. I'm not rating any books or, or films this year. But when I was, there's not many that I that I immediately said, yeah, five star film. I mean, if it's like a Swiss Army Man, obviously, <laughs> immediately five stars. <laughs> I can imagine one particular listener who's just shut this off. He's rage quit. Uh, Chris, you got to stay to the end if you want to hear your feedback. Um, uh, so my number nine is Swiss Army. No, it's not Swiss Army Man, uh, but it does start with an S. Seven Samurai. This oh. one, this one is a five star film, and I'll agree on that. Uh, Look at us agreeing so much. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that. Uh, I mean, it's this, it's the Magnificent Seven. If you've seen that western, the precursor to that, but way better. I like it better, and uh, it's a little longer. It's in Japanese. It's with samurai instead of cowboys. Uh, we lived in Japan. I lived in Japan growing up for seven years. So I've got that connection. And uh, I, I mean, it's the. It doesn't get too much better plot wise than uh, seven somewhat uh, uh, not cast offs. Certainly not all cast offs, mm-hmm. but uh, not it's the. It's a motley group. Yeah, motley. Perfect. A motley group that uh, bands together and and s- to uh, stick up for the mm-hmm. the little guy. The little guy. So, um, yep. Love Seven Samurai. That's number nine for me. Well, my number eight is a great movie. Okay. And I mean, if we ever do a top ten greatest movies oh, of all time, like objective. This, yeah, objectively. Uh, oh, okay. This is going to be on my list. Hmm. Um, probably, probably along with Seven Samurai, so that's two spoilers. Um, it's Gone with the Wind. Yeah. yeah. This is incredible. I've only watched this twice, uh, but I have. I love it so much. Everything about the movie is perfect. Scarlet is. Uh, I mean, you feel for her. They're so good at making you live through what what's going on and like uh you you can stand apart from the character and be like oh man you're making the wrong decision but all, also at the same time you you understand you empathize with them and uh they're they're both Scarlet and Rhett are such everyman characters hmm. Hmm. okay portraying both the the darkness and the mm-hmm. the nobility yeah, I can see within that. the human spirit. Okay. So it's it's good. I li- I like the ending They're both too. Good characters. Uh where like everything has come crashing down, but she's like, I'm gonna I'm it ends on a note of hope. I'm gonna make it right. Mm-hmm. Uh it's this is not gonna be the end. Yeah. So it's so good. My number eight, Gone with the Wind. I think that's an excellent choice. I heard 
somewhere recently that in the book, uh, Tara is not a... Not her a, home. It is her home. It's not this uh, giant mansion of a place. It's more modest. Hmm. And so it's... Uh, I guess that just changes a little bit of her character that she's fighting to get back to her home. Just this little piece of just land. Just because it's home. Yeah. yeah. Not because, yeah, it's... I like that. Uh, she she misses being rich or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Think you'll ever read the book? Yeah, I want to. It's on my to-read list. I think it's on the sci-fi Christian novel, 100 novels list. Okay. So, I think I'll be reading it at some point. I'll read it along with you guys. You let me know. All I'll right. set aside four guys in a boat. Pardon? My number eight is, uh, let's see, is there a boat in this one? There's definitely a boat in the sequel. I don't know if there's a boat in The Godfather, <laughs> which I keep name dropping. I really like The Godfather. There's a reason. I I'm not going to put on here anything that I've only watched <laughs> once. The Godfather! <laughs> there's a reason that, the, that this is a, a popular choice on... On, men's on, the, lists. on men's lists because men know what's what <laughs> that's why yeah we already this is my favorite movie from family. last year yeah we talked about it it's, it's uh, currently at my at my number eight it's good godfather i'm gonna make him an offer i can't refuse <laughs> my uh my number seven is two movies but they're Cup. kind of in the same vein. Now they're in the same vein. You'll movies. agree. They're both Yol Brenner should... movies. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I couldn't choose. I really should have. No. <laughs> Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. Pick one. Coward. <laughs> you wound me. <laughs> I guess I'd have to say Hot Fuzz, okay. but I feel a Hot certain Fuzz loyalty is. to Shaun of the Dead because it was the first, it got me into it. Yeah. Um, well, that's, I mean, it's th- a great honorable mention. This is one of the first rated R's, Ooh. R movies that I wow. just really loved and thought was amazing. And mm. we wa- we even watched it without with some on VidAngel at first, uh, with some of the gory stuff ta- taken out, and then we're like, nah, let's stick all that back in there. Yeah, those VidAngel days. Now we're just two old sinners. <sighs> just two. Watching the zombies Stronger brethren. <laughs> gored. <laughs> Those poor weaker brethren. <laughs> yeah, these are masterpieces of uh, of filming. Yeah, they're pretty great. <laughs> uh, but my number seven is a true masterpiece. <laughs> Wait for it. I would have said this was my favorite movie for a long time. And I... I do still really like it. It is Groundhog Day. Ah, starring Bill wow. Murray. As low as seven. Yeah, yeah. It could it could maybe go up to number five. Maybe it should have been number five. Probably think, should for probably old should have been number five. Sake. For old time's sake. Yeah. Well now this is still such a great movie. Yeah. Even watching it over and over again. Yes. Which is how you should watch Groundhog Day. Yeah, exactly. That was a, that was a joke. We agree. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, very funny, very uh, moving, great uh, mm-hmm. great arc yeah. of the story. Would you say it's Bill Murray's best movie? It's 
it's my favorite of his movies. We should do a top ten Bill Murray. Uh, it's movies. probably not his best movie, but maybe we should objectively after watching some Caddyshack. <laughs> it's subjectively my favorite of his movies. So that's Groundhog Day. Did I say number seven? Yeah, that was seven. Well, I'm going to make it number six, but uh, okay. But you go ahead and talk about your next one. All right, my number six is Beauty and the Beast, the animated version. Oh, phew. Because oh, girl, oh, sorry, girl. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> I have no excuses. I'm she sorry. did the finger snap too. You couldn't see it, but she she did the snap snap horizontal movement. Uh, is there a name for that move? Write in TTO at cozy.us. What's the snap? What I meant called? was by that was there is no earthly way I could possibly like the live action that I mean, is just you put live utter action Cinderella garbag, so I, garbage garbage. No, know. the live action Cinderella is actually decent. I mean, it, it is actually decent. Anyway. Not top 10, maybe, of all time favorite movies. I've never know. gotten tired, even as an adult, of watching decent. the uh, animated Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Um, I, I love the music. I love the art. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the Just everything about it is perfect. Yeah, it's probably number. my second favorite animated movie. Maybe my favorite on a... We've done top 10 animated movies. What's your favorite? Well... Spirited Away, I oh. put on my list, so oh, yeah. okay. there's not going to be any other animated uh, movies. All right. What if I'm good about putting one on? I think this is my only... An- nope, never mind. Oh. Mm. What? You ain't going to guess the other one. Aladdin. No. <laughs> okay. I told you you ain't going to guess it. <laughs> well, right. I bet I could, but... Aladdin used to be my favorite. I have another guess, no. but I'll keep it right up here. Oh, okay. Beauty and the Beast, my number six. Okay. What's your... My number now six. Seven. My number six is Groundhog Day, starring Bill Murray. I wouldn't say it's his objectively his best movie. Yes, yes, subje- yes. It was a fun, a fun joke. I thought that was. Don't pretty. take it too far. Sometimes taking it too far is the joke. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna swap it though with uh, the thing. Oh. I will put that as number seven. I keep on being surprised by just how much you love this. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just thought it was so great. It is a pretty awesome movie. I I do want to watch it again. It, I mean, it could move up or down for that's, sure. That's two movies we've only seen once. They're on your top ten, and that's the last one. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we talked about this one when we did our our favorite movies. Just the the horror movie where you do everything right, mm-hmm. but it still all goes wrong. Yeah. No, that is, uh, maybe it's just that that's so fresh, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's good. The the kind of, it's not a bottle. It's not like a closed room mystery necessarily, mm-hmm. but there's a little bit but of that aspect. But they are isolated, yeah. They're isolated. You're trying to figure out uh, who's who's human and who's not. So that that works. That works also. And it's not... You're right. We've only seen it the once, but I think it's going to be one that I still really like on rewatch because it wasn't like uh, right. you know jump scares or, or yeah. kind of cheap tricks. It to... was interesting on its yeah on its own terms. Yeah. yeah. So that's my number seven, the thing. All right. My number five is my favorite musical. You want to guess? Mamma Mia Two. How'd you know? <laughs> Your favorite musical is. Well, we've done top 10 musicals. Uh, is it one we've seen mm-hmm. in the last couple of years? Yeah. 
Uh, Singing in the Rain. You just bought it for me for my... It's Scrooge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never would have guessed <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm out suck. of Christmas mood. I'm in Lent mood. Anyway, Scrooge the Musical. Mindset. 19 Is it 1979? Uh, it's starring mm-hmm. Albert Finney. Love this movie. Never get tired of it. This is... Uh, this is a top ten Christmas movies. Uh, I don't. I don't know if we're ever going to be able to do that list. I don't know if there is yeah. enough good Christmas movies to warrant a list. But uh, this is definitely one. If you've not seen it, check it out. It's one of the best versions of the Christmas story, or I mean, the Christmas Carol. Mm. Um, mm. Great acting. I love all the songs. My number five. I think, yeah, the songs are good. And Albert Finney is good. I hate people. I've never gotten tired of it either. Probably (laughs) because I've only seen it twice. (laughs) Yeah, this one, this one should be on here. This is one of your favorites. All right. My, what are we up to? Five? Yeah. Uh, My number five is Hot Fuzz. We have a crossover. (laughs) We have a crossover. (laughs) Yeah, I could watch this one every, I, I I think I could watch this every week for a year and <laughs> not get tired of it. Wow. Because it's so intricate. Yes. The plot is so dense and everything is set up. Mm-hmm. Everything is paid off. Yes. And it's so funny. And Simon Pegg yeah, and Nick Simon Frost. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. They're perfect together. They're, like the whole thing is memorable. Scene, memorable scene, memorable scene. How did they not crack themselves <laughs> up doing that movie? Uh, yeah. So, yep. I think it's the perfect comedy. Yeah. That's my number five, Hot Fuzz. All right, my number four, another great comedy, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if this will be on your list. Probably not. But oh, I just love this. John Candy and Steve Martin, another great duo. The world, the world needed more of them together. Oh, yeah, it sure did. This is this is hands down the best John Candy movie. Agree. That's my four. Uh, it's not on my list, but I'm I'm thinking maybe I should have should have considered it a little bit more because that is a that is a really great movie. Maybe this is the perfect comedy. <laughs> You're messing with the wrong guy. <laughs> Uh yeah, I probably Well, I'll definitely have to think about this one in five years. I think this is this is a great movie. Man, and it's a crime that there's that uh the studio made John Hughes cut a bunch from the movie and it's just sitting out there in, in a warehouse somewhere. <sighs> there could be an extended edition right there now. There are not but... too many things that I would I would watch I more of, but this is one of them. Yep. Because yep. you know, whatever it was, it's gold. There's more. There's unseen John Candy footage out there. Come on, guys. Really? Languishing. It. Yeah. Come on. Ah. What a world. Well, my number four, I put uh, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. And, you know, everyone kind of agrees. Kind of agrees that you can cheat and put a whole, the, yeah. a whole trilogy for The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Um, I've not seen this one in a long time, and I do wonder, uh, after just re- having read the book, 
if this one, if my opinion of the movie would change at all, rewatching it, I don't know. I think I would still like it, but I wonder if it would still be a top 10 favorite. But for now, it's it's right around where it it's always kind of been stuck at number four. The Lord of the Rings. Right. My number three is Pride and Prejudice, the BBC version, starring Colin Firth. I plead the Firth. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Go on. I mean, it's Pride and Prejudice. Everybody's familiar with that story. Yeah. This is the best version of that story. Yeah. I mean, Agree. outside the book, of course. Agree. What more do you want me to say? I think it would make my list of top 10 mini TV miniseries. It's a long movie. For sure. It would be top, maybe it's top. It's just a long movie. That's all. Top five Gone TV with the Wind is a long movie. Is long You're movie. not giving me any guff about that. No, oh, Gone with the Wind was released in theaters. That's that's all. Well, but uh, no, I'm. I'm producers uh, don't always get their way. <laughs> they didn't intend to release in theaters. Well, that producers aside, don't always know what's best. That aside, if we're if we're including TV miniseries as films, then. Uh, and yes, we are, because it was shot on film, as you like to say. <laughs> what? <laughs> when did I, have I We're ever said that? We're calling these films, because they are shot with film. I suppose. I win. They don't use film. Hold at, on. They don't use film anymore, so you can't use, I mean, some people still do. When did they stop that? And is it because it's um, flammable, or what? Yeah, if you... Uh, so some directors still do use film, but it is more expensive and I, I assume more difficult. Is it or better just, quality? Just or? extra. It, it is very high quality, which is why we can have like 4K releases of, of really old films. So that's pretty cool. So I think, you're saying there might be a That Darn Cat 4K edition. I, there just might be. Either, and if there isn't, it's because the same greedy <laughs> executives that won't release planes and trains and Aww. automobiles extended. If if it was a planes, trains, and automobiles extended, I think they should call it planes and trains and automobiles. They should add the and instead of the comma. No, they shouldn't. And that'll be the name of the extended. Oh, well, okay. Because a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I did not see that coming. I want to say film is like 16K if you want to uh, to give it a resolution. So it's very high resolution. Um, and it it uh, it looks different. I think it's more difficult with uh, lighting. You have to get your lighting uh, uh, better when you're recording. As opposed to recording on digital, you can just fix your lighting later. Mm. But... Um. Yeah, film does look different. You could probably find a YouTube video for film versus digital, and and someone would have have an actually good explanation. Yeah, that was good so, enough for me. Yeah. All right, my number three, Pride and Prejudice. What's yours? Yeah, if we're including that one, then I'll give the thumbs up. I, this is it is very Nancy, good. That's mighty big. It's a great of you. story, and it is a very good adaptation. It might be the best adaptation of a book. Let me throw that out there. Oh, there's some pretty good ones. There's um. Uh, no country for old men. That might be. Yeah, the best. I read the book for that one. So, 
I'll have to take your word for that one. I'm going to give you my number three. And my number three is Inception. Which... Whoa. Yeah. Which I loved when it came out. And then I think I had uh, like um, an overcorrection of like, okay, this is so popular and not like a hipster thing of like, I'm, I'm not going to like it uh, as much because it's popular, but almost like a, a, maybe it's overrated yeah. kind of a thing. Like I, I, I hyped it up too much for yeah. myself. So then this last time when we watched it, it was the reverse yeah. of, okay, I undersold this movie yeah. in my memory. It is pretty incredible. And it is really good. And I think even for the criticisms you can give to Christopher Nolan, this one I think is a great mm. a great story told mm-hmm. by a director at the top of his game. Great acting, everything, uh, the music. So Inception. Wow. Yeah, and and maybe as now a father with young children seeing mm. it, also maybe I can get into his head more. Fair enough. Um, than uh, than when I was a teenage guy, just doofus guy. Yeah, so. I was struck just by how many layers there are. Not mm. like of how far they go into the man's mind, but like of of understanding what's mm-hmm what's really going on with these characters they're they're very they've got a lot of depth to them yeah yeah all right three inception my number two my other my favorite animated movie spider-man into the spider-verse oh my this oh is goodness. such a good movie. Wow. Every time I watch this, you were talking about like with Shaun of the Dead where like there's just so much going on. I feel like, or I mean, not Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> Hot Fuzz. Um, I feel like that with this where there's there's things that um, are paid off uh, later on and set up earlier on and, and not, not like with Hot Fuzz where like everything's just a sort of a, a running gag and joke, but... Mm-hmm. Um, Man, it's so it's such a tight story. The animation is so good. They got the comic book feel mm-hmm. um done right. Uh the coloring is so vibrant and it it all just works so well. There's no other movie that uh has has been able to do what they did. Wow. And and with all the other multiverse movies out there, uh, none of them come even close to this one. We just recently watched Spider-Man Far F- or No Way Home. Oh mm-hmm, man, mm-hmm, I, yeah. it, it's fine. You liked it better than I did. Yeah, it was fun. It's um, not great, but, but it was fun. It it doesn't come even close to this. And I mean, and I think, and it didn't it didn't need the nostalgia factor of uh, the fans have grown up watching the old Spider-Man movies with mm. uh, Tony. What's his name? Lincoln on his name. The, the... crying Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> what is that guy's name? Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. I yeah. think you said. I, I you said, said Tony. Tony, yeah. and that threw me off. Oops. 
Um, <laughs> sorry. I keep laughing because I see the cat getting into the trash can and then playing with just random stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this uh, this wow. thing. It, I mean, man. I think even if you weren't about like a Spider-Man fan, you would still enjoy this movie. But if you are a Spider-Man fan, this mm-hmm. is this is a love letter. <laughs> it's so good. My number two. Wow. Spider-Man. Nope, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, and I I wouldn't mind owning this movie too. Well, sure, your second favorite of all time. Huh. Well, I did like that one. I guess I'll have to see it again sometime. I I didn't realize it was a a top two. So good. All right. Well, that's been the surprising one of the night. This is going to be the least surprising for you. And I guess any listeners that have ever heard me talk about films, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. It's been my favorite for several years. Still my favorite. Just watched it again with the girls. And uh, yeah. I was going to cry foul Just. if this wasn't on your list. <laughs> I was like, you are not my husband. Wait a second. Did we skip my number two? We skipped my number no, two. No, this is your number two. This is not my number two. Oh. You said my number two, and then you said it's a wonderful life. It's been my favorite uh, movie of all time. I was like, oh, so his I'm, actual favorite is... I'm filling out my... I'm filling out the uh This the show is notes. what ca- happens... Uh-huh. From multitasking and not living in the moment, you need to put down your phone. I'm not holding my phone. I know it was uh, it was a metaphor. I hold. I have my phone out less than less than I do. I know <laughs> way Any- less. I'm anyway. sure. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no, I just lost track. I guess because I don't know why I lost track. Well, maybe really because I was doing the show notes. Spoiler now. It's not going to be, yeah, it's it's definitely not a surprise now, but that's my number one. Um, do you want to do your number one and then I'll do my number two, or should I do my number two and leave yours for the big reveal? Uh, I mean, mine's mine's a pretty obvious one, I guess. Um, do you want to try and guess it? Yes, so let me give my number two first. Okay. This one actually will be a surprise, I think. Neither of us liked it the first time. Okay. I think I probably gave it like two and a half stars on Ooh. Letterboxd, and now it's my... Two and a half. <laughs> no. Eight and a half. It's not eight and a half. It is. Do you want to guess? No idea. It's Blade Runner. Oh no! I should have guessed that. Man, I, I guess I would have just. I, I would have guessed Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I also but really like that one. I still like Blade Runner better. Come round full, full circle. Okay. Yeah, man. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This one's definitely the the thing for me of. Like uh, acquired tastes mm-hmm. are the best. That's my my canonical example. Well, I will say I did like it better the the second time that we watched mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and having a, having loved twenty forty nine so much, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. going and not just being willing to give the the original one a another chance, but expecting that I would like it more. Um. It was just all, overall a much better experience. I think it's just it was so slow, yeah. yeah um, it is. and it was so different mm-hmm. from anything that we had been watching at the time. Yep. Um, that it, it's no wonder we didn't really care for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was radically different. Yep. So that's my number two right now, Blade Runner. 
I'm going to try and read the the original uh, novel this year. Do Android's Dream of Electric That's Sheep. on my to-read list. Okay. Uh, so Blade Runner number two, It's a Wonderful Life number one, obviously. Uh, your Yours, you said, is no surprise. Have you told me this is your favorite movie before? I don't feel like you've you've ever said, oh yeah, this is my favorite film. I probably have not. Okay. Mm. It's a it's good quality. Sure, I mean. Yeah. Like this isn't one that you're going to make fun of. <laughs> I haven't made fun of any of yours. This is not one where you quibbles. will give a disappointed sigh. I just had some quibbles. Um Is it one you grew up watching? No. Okay. Is it is it one we watched last year when we were rewatching all of supposed to be rewatching our favorite movies? Right. <laughs> we didn't watch it okay. together, but I watched it um in Mobile before we left. Is it The Lord of the Rings? It is The Lord oh, of the Rings. Okay. Yeah. As a whole trilogy, but if yeah. you, if you nail me to the wall and make me pick one, of course I'm going to pick Return of the King. And I will <laughs> say, having I, I had just recently finished reading the books, and I mm. went and rewatched the movies. Yeah, they're still good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think now I think to hear. the Two Towers is for me the biggest, the greatest disparity. Where, uh, like a lot of people, they felt that the Two Towers was a bit of a slog in the books. Mm. Um, and I would, I just that was actually I think my favorite of the of the series. Okay. Um. And so then it was, I I didn't like the movie as much because it took a few more liberties, or it wasn't it didn't follow as closely, right? Um, or it, or maybe it's just that it didn't quite capture the same, uh, epic feel mm-hmm. of the book. But uh, but Return of the King, even where it takes some liberties, is still so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm great moments that every time I watch it just thrill me. Yeah. Yeah. I, the other thing that I wonder is after see, after seeing The Hobbit I worried movies, about that too. Because I haven't rewatched these since The Hobbit ones came out, which I didn't like. And so I wonder if some of the things that I kind of just said, ah, that's fine, in The Lord of the Rings, it, his bad tendencies that came out yeah. more in the, the Hobbit than would bother me more now retroactively, kind of. Maybe, but um, maybe for not. Me, maybe it would. For me, nothing. I didn't notice anything that bothered me. Since what it's was, not the Hobbit, who knows? What bothered you in the Hobbit? Yeah, I mean, I mean that you think would be in the. Oh that well, might bother you from the Lord. I Lord. think the things that he made mistakes with in the Hobbit, there are examples of them in the Lord of the Rings. So. Uh, prioritizing effects way overboard in The Hobbit a couple times in The Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, I don't think J.R.R. Tolkien would have been enthusiastic about Legolas riding a shield like a surfboard. That's that's fair. Or something like <laughs> those type things. Looking back, on, um, like at the time, first times watching that, I was like, that's so cool. And now right, looking right, back, right. I'm like, it's a little cheesy, but yeah, it's a fine. Right. Uh. Yeah. About the same. But I wonder if. Yeah. So he he took that way too far in the Hobbit. Ridiculous climbing um, up the falling blocks. Right. Right. Oh, Some silly was, things like that. That was like 
the the old video games or whatever. Making Gimli com- kind of comic relief. He, that did he feel went overboard a with trite. that in the yeah. Hobbit with some stuff. Um, yeah, just going off in his own direction a few times. Yeah, uh, changes that you just kind of question what the idea was. Like, um, uh, Faramir is is much less noble in the films than in the books, and there isn't any reason except maybe five extra mm-hmm. minutes of drama, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so. Some things like that, I wonder if it would bother me more now. But no, I bet I would still really, really enjoy these. I'm glad they're your favorites. We should rewatch them. I think we need to. Maybe that's this year. Yeah. What's uh, What's a movie that you think might make it on here in five years? Right. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Fiddler on the Roof. That's on my top 23. Was... I think top 10 last time I made a top 10, but we haven't seen it in so long. I moved it down. Same for Lawrence of Arabia. Um, I think that could be back up on. Oh, um, there's some that I would want to watch again before I put it up here, like uh, uh, The Passion of Joan of Arc. I really, really liked last year. <laughs> so I could see a movie like that, a film like that, a film like that. I could see a film like that I'm moving up onto here. What What are some of the ones you're thinking of? I was thinking if all goes well with the follow-up to Dune, mm. I could see that wow. being a... Uh, Parasite, I know you really like. Do you think yeah, that could be Yeah, a... we should rewatch that this year. I think we could rewatch that one. I think, uh, uh, let's see, Oh Brother, Where, Out th- Where Art Thou? Could definitely be. I don't see that being a top 10, but I'm <laughs> not opposed. That could be a top 10 for me. Uh, so I'd like to rewatch that one. Uh, Ooh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I could uh-huh. see that being a top 10. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was a good one. I could see Wes Anderson, uh, one of his, being on here. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to rewatch. Rewatch some. We'll have to watch a few new ones. And in five years, we'll be we're making something new. Yeah, so let us know what should have been on this list. What uh, what has not come across our radar? That What are your top ten uh, that we should go out and watch and either agree with or ridicule? Right. Make sure they're films, not uh, miniseries, etc. I'm giving him a flat stare right now. <laughs> and uh you yep. can email us a, at there you go. Give it to TTL at coser.us or go to our website, leave a comment, TTO.coser.us slash one sixty four for this episode. That's right. And speaking of feedback, let's get to our friend Chris's feedback, who just started listening to some of our episodes and has been faithfully sending feedback. He wanted to us the to point know that he <laughs> wanted to try the Miro chocolate that well, we both hated. We'll get there. Oh, okay. So he wanted us to know that praline is a candy made with nuts, not a nut. Oh. I think we maybe looked that up, but maybe we weren't. Maybe we didn't come back to that one. Uh, That's good to know. Uh, Thanks, Chris. Yeah, he just uh, he's agreeing with us. Secreted is different than secreted. And uh, he said, yay, English for that one. And 
uh, he said Speculoos is delicious, and he wants to try the Miro. I, I believe he texted me later and said he desperately wanted to try it. That's my recollection. So we brought our our half-eaten chocolates, and he ate them. And he ate one of them. He didn't eat the second one. So <laughs> that does know. tell you, yeah, it's not good. You liked it okay. Uh, then he gave some candy bar feedback. So. I, uh, you know, might have to, if, if you want to listen to any episodes other than just candy Your expectations. episodes, that's, that's fine by me. But, uh, his feedback, he, he gave a ranking of rankers. He gave Tim an eight out of 10. He gave me a seven out of 10. Here we go. And Melissa gave you a six out of 10. Based entirely on understanding of what a candy bar is with bar in all caps, because, yeah, he pointed out that Ferrero Rocher, Andy's Mints, York Peppermint Patties, Rolos, Reese's Cups, and Turtles are not bars. Uh, which, you are technically correct. I should have just named the episode Top 10 Candies, and then I, I, I could have... Would have had to find a way to exclude I M&M's. Could, no, skills. why did we have to exclude M&M's? I still, this is still a disagreement. Would it have made your top 10? It it probably would have yes. Oh. Almond M and M's are well, so good. Well, let's just revisit it in five years. <laughs> Less than since That's, that was several well, years ago. Well, we might have to because uh, he, uh, he said we're missing a couple of fantastic actual bars, like from our pool of possible candies. He didn't like, say, so maybe we need to revisit hanging. it and and uh, maybe he wants to join us for that one. Okay, maybe yeah. he wants to buy us a bunch of candy Ooh. bars and and uh, come over sometime. Who knows? Um, so thank you for that feedback, Christopher. And uh, yeah, love hearing feedback. Thank you for all the kind thoughts. Thank you for all of the corrections. That's it's definitely something I treasure. And so uh, until next time, this is Brian Kozer. I'm Melissa Kozer. And uh, you've been listening to 10 to 1. I forgot to do a uh, worst movie I've ever seen or hated. But oh, it's fair enough for me. I think I could just say uh, Beauty and the Beast live action. I- I'm good with that being the worst ever movie ever created. Yeah, I did not. I did not get a a worst of all time. Uh, off the top of my head, it could be Fern Gully. I remember really hating. Do you remember, did you ever watch Fern nope. Gully? 90s Don Bluth animated same guy that did did he do Amer- an American Tale maybe I think it's that guy but a really bad one um, I don't know I don't know what else I've hated I might have to come back on our next one because I know you've got to go you're pointing at your watch which I think is the si- don't call me a witch at your watch at your watch so I think that's the signal that you want to go so i need to pick up my brother he's waiting for me is he though is he waiting yes brigadoon would be 
on the bottom ten. Now I, I'm seeing yeah, I that. Could, I think I could as I scroll through. Manage not give I, I can go about with Ferngoli and Brigadoon. Man, eight and a half would be my other one. 